Welcome to HealthCast, the heartbeat of health IT. I'm your host, Sarah Seibert. Today we're joined by Samara Strauss, Department of Veterans Affairs Product Manager at the United States Digital Service, who will dive into how her team is developing innovative solutions to improve healthcare access and quality and increase access to benefits for veterans. One of Strauss's primary focuses has been improving VA's new website, va.gov, which went live in 2018. Human-centered design is at the heart of va.gov and the new innovative tools her team has been developing. I'll turn it over to Strauss to detail how these efforts are improving access to healthcare and benefits. We've been working on improving access to healthcare, access to other veteran benefits since, you know, before I joined the team. I joined the team in 2017. I think this group has been at VA maybe since 2016 or even 2015. And I think a lot of the work we even started back then is just work we're continuing to do and will continue to do. We are working on the VA.gov website where people can apply for, track, and manage their VA benefits. Right now, we have a handful of benefit applications on there and uh, a handful of other features and things that you can track and assess online. Um, But there's still just so much that we could add and additional stuff that we could support um, for different benefit lines for healthcare. Um, So we're really just continually trying to get as much of the VA's business digitized and online and in one place. As with any enterprise-scale modernization project, VA.gov did not come without its share of challenges. Strauss will dive into how cross-agency collaboration played a pivotal role in the successful launch and continued improvements to the website. One of the biggest challenges is that the VA is such a big organization, Um, so sometimes it's hard to know where to start. And and I think we have fewer problems with that now because we're really well established within the VA. We have a lot of partners across the VA. None of this work would be be even remotely possible if people in the VA, like we weren't all willing to work together, you know, because our team, we own the website and we own what people see on the website, but we don't own, you know, all of the different systems in which data is stored. You know, we are not the experts in how these, you know, benefits are assessed or managed or, uh, you know, benefits are distributed like the business lines are. So really, I think the biggest challenge is just the size of the organization and making sure we're working with the right people. But I think largely, like we've done really well at that over the years, just continually establishing relationships, making sure we know who the right people are to get in the room so that we are getting access to the right data, giving veterans access to the right data and doing things correctly and representing things accurately the way they are in the VA. Strauss's team is taking an innovative approach to developing digital tools, putting veteran feedback at the center to create offerings that meet the customer where they're at. Her team is also continuously improving its services to lengthen the usability of veteran products and services. I'll turn it over to Strauss to explain this methodology. When people think of the kind of the way things maybe used to be done is the government stakeholder you know, dreams up some sort of technical solution to something, they write down every single feature and every single detail of it, then they shop it around to a group of contractors, and then the contractors take five years to build it, and then this thing launches, and then it's like debatable whether it's usable, if it's even necessary, whether this was something that, you know, the end user, in this case a veteran, wanted in the first place. And I think that's the way people think of government technology having been built previously. Our team takes a different approach. We incorporate 
veteran feedback, veteran input, veteran needs, and in the form of user research into everything we do. So we're really making sure that the stuff that we are putting online is stuff that people actually need and actually want to use. Um, we're also a group that works iteratively. Um, we work to get out what is called an MVP. Probably people listening to this know what that means, but in case people don't, that means a minimal viable product. So we try to figure out what is the simplest form of something that we can get out to people that will actually be useful to them and get the thing done that they need to get done. And then from there, once that is launched, okay, then how can we continue to improve it? And how can we continue to grow on it? So we're not trying to do this thing where we have all of the answers and we predict them all in the first place. And then someone goes out and they build something and five years later, it's done. And it's questionable whether it's useful or usable in the first place. Um, we're really trying to work with users, work iteratively, check in with them regularly, make making sure we're getting it right so that as we build this thing and it grows and it is robust, we know that it's actually meeting people's needs instead of just being what we maybe predict things should be in the first place. It really is a matter of always checking in with veterans. Every single thing we do has user research at at least one point in the process, if not more. We're always trying to figure out, okay, like we launched this thing. Does it meet needs? Okay, it does, but these things can be improved. Or we knew that we were leaving out X, Y, Z features from the beginning. Now let's assess those. Let's see if they're use useful and needed. How do we implement those? How do we expand on this feature so that we're not just, again, launching a thing either that's way too big and we weren't able to really assess that in the first place or launching something and then even if it's you know a smaller more manageable size and then just like walking away and never revisiting it for like you know three to five years we really are trying to launch things and then and then improve on them and, and work with them to make sure that they are the site is growing in a way that is growing both with the organization and with veterans Digitization is a cornerstone of VA's overall digital transformation. With the launch of VA.gov, the agency digitized veterans' benefits letters to save time and improve service delivery. Strauss will dive into how her team is leveraging innovative technologies to reduce manual workloads and increase veteran access to their information. I think part of that is the goal of the website is to take things that maybe we either were only on paper in the first place um, or were maybe some sort of manual process and make it so that things are accessible online and things can happen a lot more quickly. That used to be to get a benefit letter from the VA. Um, and just in case you're not familiar, what a benefit letter is, is something from the VA, you know, a formal document that says these are the benefits that this veteran receives and then veterans use that, um, may need that for various things. And so the process to get a benefit letter used to be, you know, you'd have to like request one in writing and then that needs to get processed on the VA's end and then they mail it to you and that whole thing could take a month. And now, and, and this feature has existed on VA.gov for a while, it's not particularly new, but you know, you can go on there right now as a veteran and just say, I would like to download my benefit letter and it's there in a matter of seconds. We are trying to get all of these processes that are manual or maybe had a digital tool that wasn't very strong in the first place and put the stuff online, make it work, make it work a lot more quickly so that processes within the VA are going a lot faster than they used to. Throughout the next phases of VA.gov's modernization, Strauss's team is continuing to apply the human-centered design methodology and mindset as part of its strategy. 
This concept places the veteran in the center of VA solutions, creating a more user-friendly, easier-to-use service. Strauss will explain how her team is helping VA design with the user and not for the user. The veteran is involved in everything we do. Every single team that works on VA.gov is talking to veterans at least once, if not more times during the course of any given project or process. Veterans evaluate everything that goes onto the website. We talk to them about their needs all the time. Um, we are incorporating research into everything we do, sharing it internally so that everybody has access to it. Really, the veteran is at the center of everything we do. We are not a team that will just, you know, get the stakeholder, you know, requirements or insights and then stop the process there, build a thing, launch it, and then call it a day. I, I really, I, in the last, what, four and a half years that I've been at VA, I, there's nothing that I've worked on that veterans have not been involved in that process. So we take it really seriously. We have a saying, which is design with the user, not for them. And, and that is part of everything we do. Since implementing modernized practices and solutions at VA, the agency and veterans alike have seen major successes like digitizing records, developing dashboards, integrating human-centered design, and more. Strauss will explain a few of these achievements. One that comes to mind, which has been online for a while, but is just really something, it actually something that inspired me to join the team in 2017, was learning about when the team back in, I think, 2015 or 2016 digitized the healthcare application. And that had previously been something that like was sort of digital, but it was like maybe like a fillable PDF that only worked on like one version of Explorer. It, it's some wild story and I, I don't have all the details, so I don't want to misrepresent them, but it was something that was like kind of online, but not really. And like really, really would have been hard for someone to fill out. And now this tool is online. People can fill it out super easily. I don't have numbers on how many healthcare applications they get a week, but I am pretty sure it's in the thousands. It, if not every week, every month, for sure. It's, it's a lot. And so this has just made something like just that was um, miserable to do online now is so easy to do. And veterans who are leaving the service and, and your service members, rather, I should say, who are leaving the service and becoming veterans, you know, can apply for this so easily and they don't have to go through paper forms or, or anything like that. We've relaunched the VA.gov website in 2018, taking it from a business-centered website to a user-centered website. That was a huge victory. We digitized the 526 application, which is the application for disability compensation. People can update their direct deposit information, their addresses, you know, simple things that maybe you don't really think about but are totally necessary for people to do. They can do that from our website. My team manages a user dashboard where people can see, you know, like all of their benefit or health information just in one place instead of having to go all over the website to find that. So that's been a huge victory. There's just been so, so many things. I really think every time we digitize something, every time we consolidate something from another website into the VA.gov website so that all of veterans tools are our goal to have them all in one place. I mean, all of it is such a victory and it's something that we just continue to work towards. It's not something that we see as like, you know, on X date, this will be over and our work will be done and we'll, you know, go home. You know, we're going to be continuing on this work even as we get all of the tools online, all of the tools digitized, because over time we'll want to continue to improve everything we've already done. 
With that said, the work is far from over. Schoss will dive into where she sees VA's modernization journey heading in the future, focusing on continuous improvement to ultimately deliver a great digital experience to veterans. We are continuing, I think, on my team and on other teams to broaden the capabilities for digital notifications. So whether that's people receiving emails or texts, text messages, or um, seeing notifications on VA.gov, we're working on all of that. There are probably forms, I think more forms being digitized. I know I have heard that we've got a virtual chat bot, a virtual agent tool that is in the process of launching. I think the other day just launched to 25% of users and over time as, as they're ready to launch, they'll obviously launch to um, a larger set and eventually all VA.gov users. So we're just, again, bringing a lot more tools online, um, trying to match that experience of a private sector website. All of this work that we're doing, it's all in service of veterans and we're all really proud of it, but we would not be able to do any of it without our partners in the organization. Even, you know, with our group of, you know, us plus contractors might be a couple hundred folks, if I had to take a guess, you know, we can't do it all. It's it's really a cross-organizational effort. We have so many people in the organization who are willing to work with us and partner with us so that we can all work on this together to bring digital tools and a great digital experience to veterans. And I think that really is something that's so important to emphasize because VA.gov gets a lot of credit, but it's, it's not just us. It's really the organization who wants to work on this and do this together as a team. That's all with HealthCast for now. Thank you for tuning in. And if you enjoyed this episode, please follow us on your favorite podcast app or listen to more at govciomedia.com. Until next time. HealthCast along with GovCast and CyberCast is a production of GovCIO Media and Research. For more podcasts and to check out the other shows, head to govciomedia.com. Watch out for new episodes released every Tuesday and Wednesday across our shows. You can follow all of them in your favorite podcast platform. And if you like what you heard, make sure to let us know by leaving a review. And if you have any topics you think we should look into, contact us at newsletter at gcio.com.